Hello, and welcome back to the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always, I keep telling him, we don't want to hear about the bear you never fucked. It is Scotty Westside. Listen, her claws were sharp. But she knew how to use them, if you know what I mean. Don't want to hear about the bear. I need to tell you, okay? I just really need to let everyone know about this bear that I fucked, all right? Oh Come on. Oh, my God. You gotta, you throw me a bone over here, am I right? Hey. Uh, throw me a bear bone. A boner. I'm saying. There's um, a dick joke. Yeah, we got to get a minute in. We got to get at least three in we do before. gotta get it in we gotta get at least three in before the first minute that's that's required by law dude i've got i only have two holes i can't <laughs> i can't get three debatable zach if you put your mind to it you got you got plenty of holes my dude uh you just mind over matter that shit how are you doing this week bud oh man i'm uh i'm good man i um uh kind of all set up in the new apartment yeah um, yeah so that's tight uh it probably doesn't look much different because it is quite literally the same apartment i just had to move a, like two buildings over the same complex so right the same apartment. well i mean it is the same layout oh, and same everything way. is it like flipped reverse or is the it same is flipped same? Okay. so i'm a little is that weird and discombobulating it is dude yeah, so I like bet. i keep walking into the restroom with my dick out like ready to piss forgetting that it's on the other and side of the, the restroom. kitchen <laughs> and, it's- and i have guests in there <laughs> And I'm just like, excuse me, I got to piss on my guests. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, uh, like, great. so our restroom's, like, really long because it connects our bedroom and our, like, hallway. Like, it, like there's two entrances Man, to it. Man, so there, like there was a really good joke there, and you just decided not to use it. What? My restroom <laughs> is really long. Because I have to have space for my giant dick or something. Oh, but that would lines. just be a lie. <laughs> the best jokes are lies. Come I on. Can't be a liar. I can't be a bullshit. Okay, I call There's bullshit a lot on of you things. for that. There's a lot of things I am in this life, but a liar's not one of them. There's a lot of things I lie about, but my dick size is not one of them. <laughs> okay, that that maybe is there is the go. correct. There you go. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, yeah, it is a little discombobulating, but yeah, it's yeah. a cool upgrade. I got like wood floors now. I got marble. Or not marble quartz countertops. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of your, so they, they it is quartz. I was correct. It then. is quartz. Okay. It is quartz. Speaking of your quartz countertops. No, I don't have a hole. You don't there. have a hole yet, man. It's a, we're talking it's a lot so about fucking holes. annoying, dude. We, we are talking a lot. We're talking a lot about. <laughs> Listen, this is on brand, on brand. Okay. So this is a legit hole, though. This isn't Zach's shitty holes. This is a legit so, real hole. I have to tell this story. This is actually ridiculous. Okay, so in in our complex, or these apartments have like a a nook where we have a desk built into the apartment. Uh-huh. It's pretty convenient. It's got shelves above it. It's real nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, desks usually have like a little hole in them to stick your dick in. Um, no, just kidding. Obviously, for the wires and everything, right? Like yes. just wire management. Correct. And. We move over into this apartment, and we're excited because this whole thing is an updated unit, right? Mm-hmm. Like new countertops, new floors, new. And paint. you had it's- you had to move units because 
the one you're in needed to be updated. Exactly. Right. right. Uh, so we couldn't like re-sign our right because anyway. I'm sure people are out there wondering why would you stay in the same complex but move units. So. It, right. That's yeah. Our lease was up. They said, "Hey, sorry, we can't re-sign you in this apartment. We have to update this building. Uh, you can transfer." Right. So that's what we did. Anyway, real excited about this. It's a lot nicer and just more modern and clean looking. And uh, I start setting everything up, and I realize that there's not a hole in this quartz counter desk thing. And Zach loves holes. And loves I, I, if you guys are, are uh, actually, even if you're new, you have probably figured out by now, <laughs> I love holes. True. <laughs> uh, get a little Vaseline up in there. No, I am just kidding. That's terrible. That's a bad joke. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shredding up the sides what of what do we do here if not tell bad jokes uh and so i i start freaking out i'm like texting scott and jeff and chaz mm-hmm. uh yo how do i drill through this thing like in my head i'm like i gotta pull a, put a hole in this fucking countertop uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and deal with the repercussions later because i cannot do this um for those of you guys that don't know, I, I work from home and I, I can't like it's not a fully remote where I can work off a laptop. I have a desktop, two monitors like I, got a I have a work full shit. fucking setup yeah. plus podcast stuff, photography stuff, video game stuff like it just would never work. So many wires. I have dude, this is terrifying and I know you like an yeah. organized space oh, so like you're going to freak out but like I can't wait to see the ah! Like all of these wires, let's see if that will focus. All of these yeah. wires are really annoying. And then there's like, oh, more. Jesus Christ. It's, it's really bad. And then there's more on the other side, too. I was kind of expecting worse, to be honest. Like, it's, it's not well, great, but it's, it's, yeah. I don't know. That shit just stresses me out for sure. Like a no, workspace. like, listen, I hear you. Clean, what do they say about like clean space, clean mind, something? I don't know. Yeah. Like, clean asshole, clean. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the one I'm trying to think baby of. wipes and stuff. Well, so yeah, so Zach texts us and is like, "Hey, do you think I'm capable of like cut, what <laughs> would it take myself. basically like to cut a hole in this marble top?" And he texts this to like the group chat with like he said Chaz and Jeff and everyone. And bless his heart, Chaz is immediately like, "Oh yeah, dude, no problem. Get you this, 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 and this, and you're you'll you'll be through that thing in ten seconds." You Chaz know. used to do flooring. Cha- like, Chaz knows how to do this. Chaz is a little more handy. Uh, me and Chaz are, I would say, more on the handy end, and Jeff, and that's why he's asking us. Zach, I I know is is not super super handy. Like you're not incompetent. But you haven't done a lot of things like that. Yeah, and no, Chaz is like, nah, yeah, man, you're good to go. You're good to go. And I'm like, well, first of all, that looks like quartz to me, not marble, which is quite a bit harder than uh, marble. So that's going to be. Did you say ex- harder? I always say harder. I do like it harder. Um, And so I'm like trying to like caution and be like, I also just like. Are you sure I'm going to be wanting you to just, like, some random amateur just, like, drilling holes into their nice new quartz? I'm trying to be the voice of reason for once. Uh, also, Jeff, shouts to Jeff. Jeff was like, yeah, dude, they're not going to let you. They're going to be so Yeah, Jeff was like, I'm pretty sure they they're not going to be okay with some yeah. shit putting a hole in their fucking yeah, countertops. Yeah, yeah, And I'm like, dude, you'd be better served to go through the wall. And we're just talking this all out. But turns out they're going to do it for you, right? They're going to do it for me. Okay. I, I, hit, I hit up. So in my head, I was like. Like, these new ones just don't have it. I called them up, and I'm talking to them about it. 
And they're like, oh, no, no, no. There's supposed to be a hole in that. So it turns out, like, the contractor, like, missed one yeah. or the factory shit missed happens. Whatever it was. Yeah, yeah it yeah. shit happened. Um, and so, yeah, I'll be getting a hole. Um, Get the brand new in. shiny hole put in. Yeah. Uh, then I'll have three holes. Then I can take three in the first minute. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, well, I'm glad so for that. That's my life. I hope you get your, your wires organized and sorted. Um, and that, that goes well for you. Man, I, did we just talk about marble and quartz for the Hell past yeah. 10 minutes? Hell right. yeah, brother. This is how we're starting. I also had to right. organize some wires this week because I got a new TV delivered yesterday. I uh, wasn't going to ask how you're doing. So well, I'm just going to. That's why I'm just going to tell people you. Yeah, shit. yeah, of course. Uh, so, yeah, I had to organize some new wires, moved the old TV into my bedroom, which I've always kind of been not against, but just like. I never thought I wanted it or needed it because I'm just like, now when I go to bed, it's it's sleep time. I, I'm not looking to like watch TV in bed. That's my sleeping area and whatever. Now that I have it in there, I kind of love it. So, uh, dude, I love it when I have it in there also. <laughs> true. Big true. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I also was dealing with wires and holes and you you know how it goes you know yeah goes. wires and holes and yeah, 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 yeah. Um, pushing rope you know <laughs> dude i'm just pushing rope through holes dude constantly. i still i have people reference that to me now like, it's constantly. yeah it is it was so funny yeah, one yeah. of your better jokes thank you i appreciate that uh if you guys are not watching Archer. house of the dragon uh please go and do that uh those episodes are a ton of fun and, also, uh, that show's real good. It's real good, man. It's real good. It is real good. So I wanted to ask you, look, we have a lot to talk about yes, today because we we're talking about a banger of an episode, but I do want to ask you, this is, this is the, the anchor show right now mm -hmm. of We Don't Want a Podcast. Sure. So this is our time to uh, let the peoples know how life is going and catch up with, with Zach and Scott. Right. That's why we talked about quartz and pushing wires you know, through holes for 10 minutes. And pushing rope for, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh... Have you watched any more Rings of Power? I have not. I'm still only two episodes in. Dude, I have. I'm caught up. Uh huh. And uh, this show is not good. See, that's why I'm just not in a it, hurry. But like, it is in a way. I'm like, I'm truly amazed by it because how do you fuck this up? Like, do you it is. Do you think it's making you appreciate House of the Dragon more? Like, is that this the silver lining here? Is you're like. I don't want to take away from the credibility of House sure. of the Dragon by saying that, but it does present another fantasy, like big picture fantasy to be yeah. able to contrast with. So <clears throat> in that respect, yes, but that is not in any way to say that like, that's why I think House of the Dragon is great. House of the Dragon is fundamentally fantastic. Agreed. To your point about how do you fuck this up? I, I, I think easily. To be honest, like, listen, it is hard to make good television, good anything, good media of any kind. It is like I respect the hell out of the people that do it well, because shit's not easy. Like ninety nine point nine percent of television, especially, is like hot garbage, uh, in my opinion. And, and some of it can be enjoyable, even the hot garbage. I, I but get like, that, but I, I just feel like. I feel like that's more expected from like the the shows that like turn and burn. 
Sure. You know, that like... You're saying uh, with the amount of effort that was put into this. Correct. The amount of time and effort and the minds that were involved and the... I mean, I, I will... It's hard to it's hard to lump the production into the same conversation because mm-hmm. this show is truly one of the most beautiful shows That's what I've I'm ever saying. seen. It's shot very well. It, it looks is, nice. It is gorgeous. Yeah. Um and if you're somebody who geeks out on that and wants to look at really beautiful scenery and like very epic shots, then go watch it. But if you like us are watching and listening to this to Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, listening to this podcast and you guys are of the same mind where you appreciate um, more of a character-driven story and more of, I guess, I guess just, m- like, more interesting characters and people who are likable and, like, easy for you to invest in. Man, you, you guys are going to be lost and searching very hard in that show. <laughs> You know what's wild is it's so disappointing. Exactly what we're talking about is was my fear for House of the Dragon before it started. I I think I yeah, specifically told right. you I think they will put the time and the budget into that show and it will look very nice, but I don't think the writing and the acting will be uh very good. That was just my my fear, I my expectation. Sure. I don't know why I had that in my head, and it seems like that's exactly what uh rings of power is and house the dragon is not thank goodness so maybe this is just like an expectation thing maybe i need to just always have my expectations shitty it's not but it's not yeah. again that's taking away from how good yeah. house of the dragon actually yeah, true. is it, it like true, true i don't know man i i have, i'm just like truly disheartened yeah. um there there have been some good moments in that show uh the most interesting character by a mile is Elrond and his relationship with uh, the dwarf, uh, Do- Doran, I think I I forget, but um, great. I mean, listen, we struggle with names. Yeah, I listen. If I think we would have been unbelievably lucky if both of these big new epic fantasy shows were good, like right. 50 50, like one out of two ain't that, you know, be thankful, right. I guess. for That's I mean, look, that's that's totally fair. And also, before we move on, one last very quick thought. I just wanted to get this out there. I did tweet something to this extent, but. I am not a Silmarillion like scholar lore buff. And I am not in any way, shape, or form part of the mind that is like, oh, you're ruining Tolkien's lore. Jake! And like, <laughs> fuck right off. Yeah, Jake, come on, my guy. Uh, I am watching this as somebody who appreciates television, who right. appreciates good film and television. And it is just simply not that. I don't give a fuck what story they're telling. But if you're doing it badly, then I am not, in, I'm not interested. And it's, it has been so disappointing so there's the there's the we don't want to take because i feel like you're gonna feel the same way. yeah <laughs> just gonna go ahead and speak for you i'm sure eventually i will catch up maybe i won't who knows but i i just i'm i'm not in a hurry to do it currently let me let me put it that way which which yeah. does make me sad but again we got the it, one it almost two, makes me so. sad that we are not doing the podcast on it because oh. I love talking shit about <laughs> things. Be easier to talk so, shit. so many listeners wanted us to do that too. Uh, Dude, like 
the last the last episode of Wheel of Time was one of the funner episodes to do, <laughs> even though it was it was just pure shit talk. Uh, yes. Listen, season five, seasons five through eight of Game of Thrones are coming. We'll we'll have a chance to to talk yeah. some shit. <laughs> not oh, that they're the worst. I'm not trying to say that, but right. there will be things to talk shit about. Sure. We should uh, probably get to we it. Do this thing because there is a lot to talk about. This is Game of Thrones uh, season four episode third. Episode 9 or episode 39, if you prefer. Simply titled The Watchers on the Wall. Zach, why don't we jump in here uh, and hit this uh, recap? Why don't you start us off, pal? Yeah, you said the first three pages are mine. Yeah, yeah, I'll pick up it, Pip. Pip, finally. Okay. okay. We begin atop the wall where John and Sam are keeping watch. Sam wants to know what banging super hot Egret was like, but John's not a damn poet. True. Did you put that in there because you know I don't think Egret's hot? Yes. You are something else. Also, because she just, that's just fact. She just is. She's not. Also, um, John's not a damn poet. Very true. Uh, near Castle Black, Tormund, Egret, and the Thens are waiting for Mance's signal to attack from the south. Egret is big mad and is ready to kill some crows, especially Jon Snow, who she calls dibs on. Mm. Gilly and little Sam figuratively waltz right past them all with no one noticing them. They're just right there. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so dumb. Uh, Sam and Maester <laughs> Aemon have an incredible conversation about remembering better days and uh, pining for lost loves. Gilly and little Sam arrive at the gate, and Sam gently requests that Pip allow them entrance. Very gently. Very gently. Yeah, very gently. Just like how Dumbledore calmly <laughs> asked <Yeah. Harry. laughs> Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire, Harry? Um, Gilly begs Sam not to let them send her away, and he tells her that they'll never be apart again. The horn sounds twice. Mance has lit his signal fire. The men of the Night's Watch prepare for battle. Sir Alistair admits to John that they should have sealed the tunnel and explains why leadership can be so shitty. Mm. Does a great job explaining it. He does. Also. He does. Sam hides Gilly <laughs> and the baby in a storeroom, but she's upset that he's leaving them to go help fight. Sam is not the coward he once was and says he made a vow to, to help his brothers defend the wall, then kisses her. Bravo, Sam. Bravo, Bravo Sam. my guy, Sam. Bravo, my guy. Pip is crazy nervous because he's never actually fought before, and Sam gives him a great pep talk. A great pip talk, if you will. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the wildlings begin their advance, and Sir Alistair gives all the men atop the wall a very kind and encouraging speech. Very on brand. Very on brand. Egret, Tormund, and the Thens attack from the southern side, and Alistair goes down to help give command, uh, to help, excuse me, giving command to Jenna Slint. Sir Alistair gives the men at the bottom an, an actual legit stirring speech, and the fight is on. Janos has a nervous breakdown. <laughs> dude, this whole thing. My dude is Jan in shambles. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Sweating buckets, man. Janos has a nervous breakdown on top of the wall, and Gren tells him that Sir Alistair needs him below. Mm -hmm. John now has command atop the wall. Janos goes and hides in the storeroom where Gilly is. Uh, Pip finally hits a crossbow shot and is super pumped about it, only to immediately take an arrow from Egret through the neck. Sam holds him as he dies. 
On the northern side of the wall, two giants use a mammoth to start pulling down the outer gate. John sends Gren and five men to hold the inner gate. Gren promises they won't make it through. Sir Alistair fights Torment and takes a wound before getting dragged inside by his men. Sam casually kills uh, the Then Warg because he's a baller and goes to the winch cage to get John. He tells the young boy Ollie to winch him up, then to find a weapon and fight them. Sam gets to the top and tells John they need help below, so John gives command to Ed and goes. In the tunnel, a giant has gotten through and charges the inner gate. Gren rallies his five men with the Night's Watch vow, and they clash with the giant. Sam and John arrive at the bottom of the wall, and John tells Sam to unleash the beast. Uh, John starts going absolutely ham on the wildlings, and so does Ghost. Uh, Stir, the leader of the Thens, spots John, and they fight. John loses his sword and gets his face smashed, but prevails by burying a hammer in Stir's skull. He starts to look for his sword, but Egret is right there with her bow trained on him. Egret hesitates, then takes an arrow through the back <clears throat> Excuse me, from the kid Ollie. Egret tells John they should have stayed in the sexy hot spring crave, cave and then dies in his arms. Back atop the wall, Ed makes like the Grim Reaper and drops a fucking giant scythe on the climbing wildlings. The rest of them retreat for the night, but Ed notes the Night's Watch is still outnumbered a thousand to one. Down below, a wounded Tormund is still trying to fight as the battle is ending. John wounds him some more, then orders him to be put in chains. Sam goes and gets Gilly, and also sees Jano Slint cowering in the storeroom. John tells Sam that this is only a test and that they can't hold much longer. He says he's going to go and try to find Mance and kill him. As they're leaving through the tunnel, they find the bodies of Gren, his men, and the giant. They held the gate, as Gren promised. John hands over Longclaw to Sam because he promised Mormont he would never lose it again, and heads out past the wall to find Mance. And that is episode 39, Watchers on the Wall. Um, I don't even know how to begin this, man. This is... Um... This is truly, actually, I know exactly how to do this. This is, this is truly incredible because I, in my head, this episode lives in the top 10, like kind of mm-hmm. without questioning. But I, I feel like I get a little too wrapped up in the episodes, like, like what we're going to discuss next week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all character moments. And it, and it, like it encourages me to put those episodes above what we just watched above this right. episode versus until I until I watch episodes. this until I rewatch yeah. this episode and then I am like truly in awe and I feel like personally mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel but I feel like personally I do not give this episode enough credit and I would like to amend that uh here and now <laughs> that's fair I feel like I have always given this episode a ton of credit but even that being said, every time I rewatch it, I feel like it goes up a little higher in my rankings to where now I'm at the point this might be my favorite episode of the entire show. Like it is. It is. It is phenomenal. that high. Minimum top three for me. 
Wow. Minimum top three. Like, like you said, we talk a lot about like the character moments and how generally speaking, we prefer that, like the quiet talks, the, you know, that yes. kind of thing versus the big action. What this episode does so well is balance both of those things. Yes. Perfectly. Oh my God. Yeah. And it like it in a, in a very, um, in a very subtle way. Yes. It gives us a breath when we need it mm-hmm. in order to make room for those character moments, which I don't know. It just, it just, no episode flows like this. It's true. Like there's the there's the calm before the storm. Like the the opening moments are very quiet and character heavy and very good. But there are also several sprinkled throughout like you said to kind of where it, it breaks up the pacing, breaks up the action, but it's it's done so well and in a way where it's it's it feels right. It flows, yes. you know. And you you like need those breaks to ca- catch your breath almost. And it has it has something for everyone too. Yes. Like it's got fantasy, it's got uh, comedy, it's mm-hmm. got drama, it's got love, it's got, I mean, tr- it's got action, but, like, not in, like, the fantasy medieval war action, which it does have that, mm-hmm. but it even has, like, like just an action se- sequence that's, like, yep. cool, badass action, you know? Yep. Uh, it, it is just stacked with things to love and... Uh, yeah, man, this this is this can be extremely high on I, anybody's list. Yeah, I'll tell you what's maybe most impressive about this episode for me is, generally speaking, the stuff in the South. I'm thinking specifically King's Landing is almost always, without exception, the most interesting stuff in the show. Right. And whereas the Wall stuff, while I love John and Sam and a lot of the characters of the Wall, it's not like the most riveting material always and the fact that this episode is all the wall you know much like blackwater in season two where it was all king's landing it's it's still so good even though you know none of these characters would be you know the absolute top 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 of my list like i said i like all these characters but they're not the hound they're not you know Tyrion. Um, you know, those top, top tiers are not Tywin, Jamie. Um, and that's just so impressive to me that I love this, this episode so much. Like I said, every time I watch it, I'm like, God damn, this episode is yeah. just beginning to end excellence. And, and let's, let's, I think we just, I think we just need to kind of run through it here. Um, I, I don't think we need to go like beat by action beats. Um, sure. Right. But we'll just go through some of our favorite moments. Right. Um, right at the top, the, the, the conversation, like, you mentioned comedy, and I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because there is a good blend of comedy in this episode, and this first scene is, is exactly that. Uh, where they're talking, and... So, so what was she like? <laughs> what is... I, I don't have written down what John says. Oh, he says she had red hair and just the look on Sam's face. Just like, what the fuck? Come on, dude. And he just goes, oh, oh. how big were her feet? <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, what if 
love Sam's greatest lines ever. I love him to death. Uh, how big were her feet is so fucking funny. Um, but it's just a, another very sweet like conversation between yeah John and Sam, and it's just like, I, I love how how John's like, you mean you never with Gilly? Yeah, and Sam's like, no, nah. Uh, I like. Plus, you know she. She, she never, never asked. Yeah, yeah it's like, no, yeah. she just had a baby and my vows. And also, she never offered. Um, and John's like, okay, but if she did? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I love I love how Sam, like, r- tries rationalizing yeah, the whole, like, vows thing. Sam which, I mean, he is. My fucking guy. Wrong. He is the goat for this. Just like, listen, listen. By the letter of the law. <laughs> <laughs> technically <laughs> technically technically yeah. uh i i just love how he's like trying to make it fit his narrative for a little sally on the side as, yes. as he would call it he's the best um yeah and then very shortly after this um we i mean i'm gonna move to the aemon to macer aemon is that yeah that's fine uh, obviously we we kind of already talked about it but the the bear you never fucked scene is oh, yeah. an all time classic. Like I feel like also hold on. Constantly. No, actually, you're. I'm glad you called this out. I I should have written it down and I didn't. But uh, I do think that it's very funny because it is kind of the classic. Like, like Egret does not stop talking about it. Uh huh. And oh, yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh stir. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Is like you're like you're talking. As if, like, we all, like, you, like you're trying to prove, so, who are you trying to convince? Yes, yes. Basically. She's trying to convince herself, obviously. Yes. And, uh, and I love how he's, like, or she, she's, like, uh, saying that, she, like, he's gonna, that she's gonna kill John and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, the Then is, like, I reckon you're gonna serve him up a nice slice of ginger minge. And she's, like, oh. You've been thinking about this ginger <laughs> about that ginger minge. Oh my god. Wonder what dude. it tastes like. He's like, maybe I have. He's like, Scott definitely has. True. Oh my god. Uh yeah, that scene is is also great. Uh the Tormund just like I love how aside from Egret, like there's like a quick shot of some other wildlings. They're all fucking way into this story. Like yeah, they love the Tormund. Yeah. yeah. They love the Tormund bear fucking story, which is just so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love Tormund. Obviously everyone loves Tormund. So anyway, yes, we can, we can move to Sam and Sam and Maestri. So this is how this scene actually plays out. Okay. This is ripped directly from the show. Okay. Sam sitting down in the library. Very sad. Maester Eamon walks in, popped collar, sunglasses on at night, and he's like, I got bitches. I got bitches lined I up, dude. <laughs> lined up. True. Dude, he just fucking is. Dude. <laughs> Savage, bro. Yeah, he is like, dude, do you know who I was? Who <laughs> I am? I you ever see the swing in my pants? lined up for miles, bro. Uh... My favorite line from this scene that I have here is when when Eamon says, I was in love once. And Sam's kind of like, really? You were? And Eamon is just like, you can imagine all manner of horrors befalling that poor girl and her child. 
but is it so difficult to imagine that an old person was once more or less like you? He's like, dude, yeah, I'm old now, but I was young once. Come on, bro. It's like, dude, I liked a lot of things. Yes. I liked to, you know, put it in a lot I liked of places. To get it in. Yeah. I like to. You know, I liked holes. Dude, shout me in the first minute. <laughs> Shouts to Maester Eamon. He's like, now I'm pushing rope, but I still like it. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. I love this dude. I love him so much. He has another great line about how, like, the irony, like, the gods are cool. He's like, endless books, but no eyes to read them. Um, he just. Yo, Maester Eamon is, is such an unsung yes. fucking hero in this show he's he's incredible i love him to literally every scene he's in is a winner like just yes. an absolute banger the dude crushes it he um, is uh he is actually blind if i'm not mistaken yeah the yeah the actor before he died mm-hmm. yeah he did die a couple he years did ago die. i think yeah he, he died a few years ago i remember we were talking about it <clears throat> yep but shouts to that dude because he kills it um yes. uh i love sam walking outside and uh, he's like, oh, open the gate. And he's like, dude, fucking uh, Alistair told me I can't. Pip, open the fucking gate, dude. Dude, what a fucking <laughs> legend is so Sam bad. is. I love how Pip is like, I've never heard you swear before. And Sam's just like, yes, well, best get used to it. It's like, I'm a badass now. I'm a badass. <laughs> uh, it's so good, dude. I love, God, Sam has so many good moments this this, this episode. episode is, I mean, Sam, if Sam's not in, in our uh, Who Be Thrown In, something's the matter. Rest assured, Sam will be in our Who Be Thrown In. <laughs> um, I will literally not leave this podcast uh, before that happens. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so Gillian, <laughs> baby Sam. Okay, also, I just have to call attention again how very funny it is. Gilly and Sam walk within like 20 feet of the wildlings and they're just completely oblivious. And that yeah. just cracks me up for some reason. Okay. So, you know, what's really funny about the whole like Gilly walking by the oh. Thens and well, I guess the wildlings. Right. What is that until you mentioned that like a couple minutes ago, uh, every time I've seen that scene and they're all talking around the campfire mm-hmm. and then you see the person walking uh-huh i'm always like who in the fuck is that and why did we see that like because like it's like a cloaked person yeah i've always been like dude, wow, what dude. who the fuck is that is that a scout or <laughs> like i don't know you are and something. then directly after that we get gilly knocking on the door and i've yep. never once pieced it together you are uh, Real yeah, dumb. That's, that's yeah, I know, I know. That's real fucking. That's dumb. that's actually pretty hilarious though. Um, uh, so right after this whole Gilly thing, um, we get the sounding of the horns. Yes. And let me tell you, man, when you when you talk about something that is like uh, invigorating mm. in an episode. It is hearing these fucking horns and yeah, the man. music kicking uh, in. The music kicking in. Dude, the music in this episode <laughs> is so fucking good. It's so good, dude. God damn, it's so good. Truly, truly, it is fucking good, man. Uh, it, it, like, I, I think back to like 
them standing there and then hearing the horns and I'm just like, oh, fuck, dude, here it goes. Yeah, I'm going to fucking bust. It's so <laughs> good. True. Uh, I love this small talk between Sir Alistair and John. Uh, I do too, yes. Where Sir Alistair, ride or die for this guy from moment one. You you know how I be. I know how you be. I You yeah. know how I be. Uh. This is just such a good little conversation where Silas is just like, a hundred thousand, you say. John's like, yes, sir. And he's just kind of like, you can say it if you want. I told you so, basically. He's like, we should have sealed the tunnel when we had the chance. And then I'm I'm paraphrasing because I didn't write it down exactly. But basically, he effectively says, like, leadership is uh, having a bunch of little twats like you question your every decision, uh, and, you know, then he's basically like... It's when you start questioning yourself. Right, that, exactly. That, that you've lost your leadership. He's like, you've lost... If you start questioning yourself, second-guessing yourself, you're done. You're done. And all the little twats that follow you are done. Right. And then he says, basically, he wraps up this conversation by telling John, like, uh, we're going to make it through this night. And you and the rest of the little twats can go back to hating me and I can go back to hating you. And that'll be that. And it's just I, like he says, I, I'll go back to wishing your wildling bit. Yes, that's what it is. Yes. Had got put Thank that you. arrow through your heart or something Thank you. like that. Yeah, I should have written down more of that. Speech, it, it's, but it's good, man. It is very good. It's so good because it's like. From this man who from the jump, from the very first moment we have met him, he has been an unnecessarily large asshole to our boy John. But this humanizes him so much in just a brief conversation. Yes. And, you know, he's he's absolutely right. Everything he says about leadership is 100% spot on. Yes. And... Well, yes, like 90% spot on. Right. And yes, <laughs> it's like... Okay, all these things you're saying is true. You don't have to be such a dick about it all the time, though. But it's just, oh, man, I fucking, I, I ride or die for Sir Alistair. I love this guy. Love him. Yeah. Very good scene. And which brings me to kind of circle back around to what we were talking about when we finished the recap. Like, mm -hmm. there, in this span of time, mm -hmm. we have had character moment after yes. character moment after character moment and i feel like this is kind of par for the course when we're just before a very large battle uh in blackwater it was similar like leading yeah, up blackwater to it. was similar mm -hmm. there's uh an episode that i am personally a huge fan of in in season eight that is also has this uh type of feel yeah and and I love this stuff, man. I mean, we, we talk about this all the time. Uh, it's in these moments that you get some of the deepest and realest and most vulnerable conversations Correct. from a lot of characters. And it's just so easy to be so wrapped up into it. Yes. It's it's so fucking good, man. I, I love that because you, you see that slight turn and... Um, more human side mm -hmm. to Alistair, you know, you 100%. see Sam grow a pair. You yeah. see here in just a second, we're going to talk about Pip talking about being afraid. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, 
it is fucking fantastic and it needs to go uh known that this is only accomplished through great dialogue writing and in episodes like this the the, the script the dialogue is through the roof yep. I, I I cannot appreciate it more. It is so fucking good. I'm I'm glad you called that out because it it truly is when these characters it, they do they do not waste these moments. The writers, the actors, they do not waste these moments because when these characters are facing imminent death, it is you know very natural and uh, expected that they you know, become more reflective, more vulnerable, more, you know, uh, more human, if you will. And, you know, in these, when, when push comes to shove, we are getting kind of truly who these characters are. Like, yes. Sam steps up and shows that he's not a complete coward. Uh, we see that John and Sir Alistair, for that matter, are like natural leaders. Yes. Uh, we, you know, we see that Gren is, you know, just a brave, steadfast, you know, uh, companion to John. And it's just like, oh, we see that Janice Slint is a total fucking bitch coward. Greasy uh, cunt. Yeah, he's a real <laughs> true greasy cunt. And it's just, they capture that in this episode so perfectly. And it's just, you don't get these types of moments. Well, on this show, you probably get them more than others, but like, uh, they don't waste it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's, it's just every single character gets their, uh, kind of introspective, reflective moment. Right. And they all shine. They all shine. Like, yes. without exception, honestly. Yeah, truly. Um, it's not too much long after this. This is skipping ahead a little bit, but <laughs> I do love the part. Where uh, Sir Alistair tells him, you know, uh, archers knock and everyone else hold. And they all immediately full draw and, you know, Gren knocks the barrel off accidentally. Drops the barrel, yeah. And he goes... Does say, knock think, mean fucking yeah. draw? I said no. knock! I said knock and hold, you cunts! Does knock mean fucking draw? Does hold mean fucking drop? And then do you all plan on dying? Do you all plan on dying here tonight? And they're like, no, sir. And he's like, that's very good to hear. Uh, It's just it's all it's all good stuff. Uh, Then he goes down. You know, that's we made the joke in the recap or I made the joke in the recap about he gives them a very, you know, uh, inspirational, inspirational, inspirational. Yeah, definitely speech right there. But then when he goes down. The speech he gives down at the bottom is actually like, yes, a great like. Those hey, are let's go at our walls. Yeah, they eat the flesh of the men they kill. Do you want to fill the belly of a thin tonight? Oh fuck! I mean, that's just a very short portion. Right, of it. I I know, you know he that- he says something like, "This castle has stood for a hundred generations. It will not fall tonight." Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Badass, he, he's. Man. He's a fucking ruthless leader, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, big big fan, big fan of the Alistair moments in this episode. Um, so Sam joins Pip on the catwalk. Uh oh! But right before that, we should briefly talk about Sam gets his kiss. 
Oh, Sam gets his kiss. Sam you're right. Gets you're, his right kiss. you're right. You're uh, right. Uh, he drops Gilly off in the storeroom. Gilly's like, "You just got through telling me we're not gonna be like you wouldn't leave me," and he's like, "I'm not leaving." And she's like, "You're going out there, and I'm staying in here." That's what leaving is. He's like, like, I shouldn't meet in the same room at all times. Damn, girl. Clingy much? Yeah, dude. Um, Anyway, she ends up telling him, like, don't fucking die. He goes in for the kiss. They kiss, and she's like, promise me you won't die. Uh, And he's like, I promise I won't die. Big moment for Sam. Big moment for Sam. Big moment for Sam because he is... Big boner for Sam. Yeah, also that. Uh... Sam, from the moment we met him, he professed he was a self-professed coward. Yes. And now here he is. No, I'm not going to cower in here. I have to help my brothers fight. Yes. I made a vow. He, I mean, that's he what men do. quite literally says, like in a in a very reasoning tone, which I think also makes it the landing stick. He's like, I am a man mm-hmm. of the Night's Watch. I cannot be in here. Like, I, I have to be out there. I've made a promise to defend my brothers, defend the castle, and whatever. Yeah. And it is just monumental for somebody like Sam. It is truly, truly such a pivoting character moment for him. I love it so much. And then he goes and he has another. The, fir- <laughs> the first half of this episode really is the Sam show. Oh, yeah. And the second half is kind of the John show, but... uh. Man, this this talk he has with Pip is also just fantastic. It is. Pip, uh, you know, Sam is going out about, uh, going about business. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I, we got to get these arrows here. You know, we're doing this, doing that. Pip looks at his hands and they're shaking. And For- it's, it, it's a very real scene. Like, it kind of, kind of brings you back to, like, yes, this is fantasy, but, like, these people are, are human beings. Yeah. And... Anybody would be terrified right here. You know, this is, props, this is frightening. Props to Pip's actor, by the way. Because yes. he sells this nervousness, like, incredibly well. Like, <clears> where he's, like, he can't even get the arrows in, like, the fucking bucket because he's just, like, shaking so bad, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, it's very good. He looks at Sam and says, uh, aren't you afraid? And Sam says, of course. I mean, yeah. yes, I am absolutely afraid. <clears throat> and, um effectively paraphrasing obviously is like if you're afraid of them oh sam tries to reason with him this is what happens sam tries to reason with him says hey man there's way less wildlings on this side of the wall than than the northern side and he's like okay and if a few wildlings have you feeling afraid how did you manage to kill a white walker sam the slayer and sam responds with a fucking banger of a introspective like love but also inspirational like take on this Mm -hmm. and he's like look man if you had asked me in that moment what my name was i couldn't have told you i was nothing i was only reacting i was nothing and uh pip asks him okay well then why are you afraid now and obviously in reference to his uh you know his moment he had just Mm -hmm. with, with gilly he responds, well, because now I'm not nothing. And it is like daggers in my heart, dude. I adore Sam so much, dude. Fuck, I love Sam. He's dude, so good in this episode. So God damn, good, dude. Ugh. 
so fucking this, rad. Yeah, this, that's such a good sequence. I, I love all the stuff between him and Pip. Um, and and do you want to talk about it now? The the him and Sam and Pip stuff. And you want to come back? To uh, it? yeah. Let's let's go. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we might we'll, as well. We'll yeah, it. we might as well get it out of the way here. So, because there, there, this is a fantastic moment. You know, Pip. At one point when they're still up on the wall when they when the wildlings attack, he keeps missing all of yes. his crossbow shots. And as they're coming over the wall, uh Pip and Sam make the excellent decision to get the fuck out of there. Yes. Uh and oh, they- hold on. Can I can I call out one thing that Pip does more more so as a shout to the actor? This is before they leave the wall. Sure. He he misses his shots and the frantic, like grasping and acknowledgement i think that like you get from him in the moment where he turns to sam and he's like sam like i think we're going to die yes, i think we're gonna die is like the most humanizing reaction from mm-hmm. this fucker because like i can picture like being a child and having a sudden realization and like just feeling that like not being able to do anything about terror, it. Terror. Just of anything. Terror. I mean, like you could take this from like uh, a playful stance, like where I'm mm-hmm. fucking with one of my cousins and I realize he's about to beat the shit out of me, or like I realize I fucked up and my mom is gonna beat the yeah, shit yeah, out yeah, of me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, whatever it is, you know, just that that like almost like adolescent, like naive realization of like oh my god like this yeah. is this oh, is this gonna is, happen yeah this is serious yes and he he has that acknowledgement and it is heart-wrenching it is very very good and so they reposition and uh pip finally hits a shot hits a crossbow shot he gets super pumped he, he smiles at sam he said i finally got one right through the heart he's dead and sam bless his soul he looks him in the eye and says oh is it over and pip's like no and sam's like well then and just hands him another a reloaded crossbow <laughs> yes. and it's very like humorous in the moment but then it's just like it's like a gut punch because right as soon as he stands up again with the reloaded crossbow boom right through the neck arrow yes and you know pip is bleeding out in sam's lap obviously just like terrified like whimpering and sam is just like Maester Eamon is coming. Maester Eamon will make it okay. First, Sam says, I'll go get help. Right, right. And Pip is just... Like, grasping at him. Bless him, dude. Is just like, no, please do not go. Like, do not leave me. I cannot die alone. Yeah. Essentially is what Mm -hmm. is going through his head. And he he grasps Sam, and Sam just stays there and holds him, man. And it is um, another just truly... Uh, exceptional scene from yeah. Pip, but also from Sam, dude. Sam yeah, is dude. just crushing this it's, fucking episode, dude. It's so brutal because, like, Pip is not. Pip would barely qualify as like a secondary character in this show, right? He is an ancillary character, but like, he's just always been so likable, and they have made, they have made the effort, and they've put in the time just in this episode alone. To like give you these moments with them, so then when this happens, it's just like, oh, it's just like a gut punch. Yeah. Um, well, and we, you and I talked about this like really early on, and I'm sure we bring it up all the time, but like that is what sets television, like this type of television, apart from others, is that like it does take the time and it yes. does put in the work to do that for even minor characters. Yep. 
Um, the long which game. Is, which is why you can make a list of a hundred incredible characters in this show. True. It's it is just it's outstanding. And so like when you when you get to see things kind of like have some finality with some of these characters like Pip and we'll talk about Gren in a second. Oh like God. it is it it just makes you care so much about somebody who has one person point zero one percent screen time in the entire show it's so ridiculous i don't know if I, i'm gonna be able to make it through the i i can't stuff. dude i i, I get emotional every single time with grin um, i truly get emotional so let's see well i i think we skip what did we skip here we skipped janos oh yeah, uh, yeah. the the chain of command scene where <laughs> yeah but big shouts to Gren for realizing what's happening, <laughs> yes, by the way, Gren's and just like, taking guy, charge of the situation. This guy is a quivering pussy. We yes. need him out of here, man. And just lying through his damn teeth. Good for you, Gren. Just be like, Sorosa says you're the best man he's got and he needs you down below. And I'm just like, bravo, Gren. Get that fucker out of here. Hell yeah. Uh, little, little white lie, you know, helps helps out every now and then. Right. Uh, and we get the very heavy-handed, like, leadership, like, thing that happens where, like, it pans to all of yeah, the, yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. people on the wall. And they're all just standing there like idiots. Yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, because he's gone, we have no idea what to do with ourselves. <laughs> and John's like, okay, I got this, I got guys. you. I got you. I got you. I love, <laughs> I love how Janice is just like, it's cold road steel. And he's like, those are giants riding mammoths down there. Do you really think your cold rolled steel is going to stop them? And Janos is just like in full denial mode. And he's just like, it's no such thing as giants. And just it's a like, tale to scare the kids. Gren is like, I got to get this fucker out of here. Yeah, dude. Gotta it's, get him out of here. it's absurd. Uh, great um, stuff. And that pussy goes and hides with the women and children. The women and babies. Right. So, good so, so Sam gets up to... Uh, no, I'm sorry. This is I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, John. Basically, yeah, John. Well, John sends Gren down first. John's John looks at Gren is like, I need you and five men to go down and hold the gate. The outer gate will not hold. Right. You need to hold the inner gate. Uh, and Gren says, Okay, I will. Very like, sure. Yeah, okay. Just yeah, I got it. And John grabs him before he sets off and he's like hold the gate yeah. if they make it through and he trails off Stunt. and Gren says they won't God. and those are John and Gren's last words to each other and there's just like this chemistry between the two Gren like I don't know just the way that these that these two like look at each other it truly is just like so much loyalty and love and like brotherhood between them it is absurd yeah and it makes me so emotional dude I I got so choked up throughout this whole sequence yes it is because we know (laughs) what's coming like this crushes me like I think this there's I, I was thinking this about a lot of scenes to be honest in this episode but I think the scene in the tunnel is my oh, favorite scene I, in this episode. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely. Uh, Without question. Do we want to do Let's just talk about that now. They, Gren and his men go down and they, 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 see, they meet Sam at the bottom and Sam's like, hey, we need more men down here. And Gren's like, we got to hold the tunnel. And Sam's like, but we need men right here. 
And I love how Grant's just like, tell John he's, you know, he's in charge up there. He's we like, gotta we, go. we, we were told to hold the, right. the inner gate. Tell John he's in command. He's in command. So Sam goes up and they go to the tunnel. And this, uh, they do manage to, from atop the wall, they basically, they blow up the mammoth with the, 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 the oil, the burning oil. Mm-hmm. And they kill the giant with, like, the giant ballista thing. Uh, but there's another one. And this motherfucker is just like, to hell with breaking down this gate. I'm just gonna lift it. Yeah. So one giant gets through and is starting to charge this inner gate. And understandably, uh, Gren's boys are freaking the fuck out. One, one kind of one in particular. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of like, we got to get the hell out of here. There's no way we can stand up to that. We've already put 20 arrows in him. And, and he's like, John, John told us to hold the John gate. told us to hold the gate. And the guy's like, John Snow's not Lord Commander. Like, what do you want from me? And I love and then how he starts praying, you know, he's like the mother and father and all this. And Grin's just like, the gods aren't down here. Only the six of us. I'm just like, Grin, you're so, you're Dude, my fucking how, You're so look, this cool. Is, this is precisely my point. How do we have this <laughs> badass of dialogue given to a minor minor character That's like Gren. It is absurd, dude. And it's then so good. Gren gets the idea to start reciting the Night's Watch vows. He's grabbing this dude by the shoulder, staring at him in the face and starts saying his vows. And my chills just won't stop. Dude. Uh they all start, you know, it starts to build, they start joining in. And this, and by the way, this is periodically cutting to this giant, I mean, in full sprint yeah, yeah, yeah. at the gate. Uh, it is terrifying. And our last scene is them colliding. Yeah. Uh, For this night and all the nights to come. Ah! And then just, oh my yeah. God, dude. Top 10 anime moments, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truly, truly, dude. Truly. Uh, Scott, man, this, um, I mean, there's a lot to be said about this episode, but this, I fucking love that. Scene. This is, I think that maybe we've never talked about this scene specifically, Scott, but I think this needs to be in the list. I agree. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Like whenever, whenever you and I sit, sit around and like talk about favorite scenes, for some reason, this does not come up. But well, it's it, it's, it needs to. It's Gren and five nameless characters, I, and it's right? like you said, Gren is an is an ancillary character, and it's just like, how does he go and like just drop this fucking? Th- that's just a testament to this episode and how good it is. Yes. Um. So but Sam, we, we have to we have to be able to like if we're talking about this scene, we have to be able to talk about the sequence as a whole like from when john tells him to go right right agreed down down to down to the clash yeah yeah yeah. um it is it is insane man i will will obviously get to it next episode but it is this this moment this thing that happens is also referenced and talked about next episode and i absolutely love that part as well yes we'll get to that um so sam gets up to the top of the wall oh well first he tells ollie uh fucking archer supreme ollie hey you should pick up a b- find a weapon and fight he doesn't tell him specifically a bow 
find a weapon and fight. And I, I don't know if that has ever clicked with me before of how kind of indirectly responsible Sam, Sam is for Egret's death, which we'll get to, but I did find that interesting this on this watch through. Yeah. Uh, but Sam gets to the top of the wall and is like, hey, we need help down there. Uh, big time. Uh, so John passes off to command to Ed. Ed looks absolutely thrilled about it. Uh, and goes down, and now this episode is truly the fucking John show. First, hold on. With as much as you love your boy, Dolorous Ed. I love it. Uh, yeah, dude. John hands command to Ed. Mm-hmm. And Ed's like, uh, okay, <laughs> I guess. He did not accept that task the way that Gren did. Let's no. just put it that way. So John leaves, and Ed's like looking around like, look, hey, if we're going to die, may as well have some fun I doing love it. it. Yeah, and yeah. everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, let's light the fuckers up. Light the fuckers up. Uh, have yeah, that, so yeah. He, he has them do some shit. Uh, does does he also dr- he's the one that calls for the scythe right yeah yeah, yeah. the that's, scythe is so cool that's by the way. towards like, the end but yeah that's it's, it's so like, fucking cool i <laughs> it's it seems i feel like it's so impractical and ridiculous but it is basically the it's coolest so thing cool. ever <laughs> it's fucking bad this reminds me of something you'd see in an anime yes a hundred percent i'm pretty sure they use this exact tactic on a, an attack on titan i've never seen that show but i'm sure that happens <laughs> Um. Okay. Uh, John gets down. Oh my God! Does John get down? Oh my God! Does John get down? John's not in your favorite characters. No, he is. He's He's just a little too predictable, right? I think. Yeah. Is is that why he's not? He's 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 top tenish material. He's not like Sandor, Tywin, like that tier. You know, Jamie, he's like okay. would be slightly below them. I feel like you you need people to be more pieces Aria. of shit in order to be <laughs> kind of. I guess yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. the Scott prerequisite. Right <laughs> True, there, John is just a little. You're right. I, I think too predictable is is a good way to say. It. I do love John. Listen, I have been the one that's saying uh, on our who be thrown in list. John gets done dirty constantly. Yeah. Um, true. But this this is like one of his biggest shiny moments. Uh he he basically tells Sam like uh I need my giant direwolf more than I need you understandably. Uh and then he just like I'm going to just start killing motherfuckers. I do think it's kind of funny and corny how He's like, I need, ho- I need him more than I need you. And it's like very on- ominous. Like you don't really know who he's talking about. He gives yeah, yeah. Sam the key. Yeah, yeah. And then Sam gets over there and he's like, come on, boy. Boy, we <laughs> like, need you. And I'm just like, hell yeah. Hell Let's yeah. Go, Call in the fucking cavalry, dude. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love how they're like three feet from the bottom. But John's like, I can't wait. I got to I got to make yeah, this I look. I got to make this look cool as hell. What a I gotta, fucking movie yeah, star, dude. dude. Seriously, I got to be an action hero. I got to do this sick jump and roll for no reason. It's whatsoever. so funny, dude. You know why? It, you know why? Why this happens? It's actually because John is or because Kit Harrington is shorter than everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah like he has to make up for the lost time. of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The lost time. <laughs> the lost time of his stride. Yeah, you got little baby. 
We love you, kids. Um, this fight between him and Stir is also just great. It's brutal, dude. It's brutal. It is. I love it. Good. It's real good. Uh, I don't know who did the choreography on it, but I feel like they did a really good job of kind of portraying what like a sword versus an axe fight would be like because you know stir is kind of like swinging like a madman and john like kind of has the reach on him so he's doing like some a lot more like poking um but yeah it's a good fight man it's a cool fight yeah and that like to the face to the anvil yeah hurts dude. me it's it's rough man it's uh <sighs> There's there I think there is only one one on one fight in this entire series that we will be talking about very soon. <laughs> um that I think is more brutal. Uh You sure we didn't just talk about it? Are you talking the mountain and the viper? No. Oh, okay. See, I, I only think the ending of that fight is sure. brutal. I will get there, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, but yeah, then just the hammer to the skull, man. Oh, dude. Good stuff. Way to go, John. I also, I, I do love the the character kind of moment uh, for Egret where she she sees the fight happening. Yeah. And rather than making her move, she's like, she can't bring herself to it. She's just watching. Yeah. Uh, she's probably thinking, yo, my guy is hot as shit, dude. True. Look at this motherfucker move. Dude. He's looking good. Dude. He's looking real good. Uh, yeah, great fight. Um, also, you didn't mention this, but the, the one shot we get. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I just realized, like, oh, shit, we have to talk about. When the, the music starts and this one shot starts, it is just insane, dude. This is a 45-second oh. long 360 degree basically shot one continuous shot and it is so fucking impressive and fantastic uh that's what i always you know we talked about obviously the scene in the tunnel when i think about this episode normally like this shot is what i normally think of is like oh that's got to be like the best part of the episode but i yeah that tunnel scene but this is still crazy impressive they yeah. pulled this off Definitely. Um, nice ringtone. <laughs> uh, also, quick shout out. Uh, I think this is a little bit earlier, but shouts to my dude with the giant cleaver that just is like walking around. What? Well, okay, so it's the chef. I it, I suppose it's got to be. But at first, I thought this was uh, like a reference to uh, Donald Noy, who is not in the show but is in the books. Uh, but then I realized no, he's got both arms, so it can't be Donald Noy. Maybe this is Three Finger Hob, the chef. But he's also got all his fingers, so I don't know who this is supposed to be. It's, I, I think it's, it's got to be the chef. He, he, he kicks some ass with that cleaver, man. Yep. Shouts to that dude. Truly. Um, so then, of course, we get the Egret John showdown right after he kills Stark. He's kind of like disoriented, looking around for his sword, and there she is. There she blows. You know, actually, we get tr the actual true antagonist of this episode. Uh, and it's not even Ollie as a whole. It's just the smirk that Ollie it's gives. It's the smirk. And it's the nod. The, the smirk and the nod. I like, I got you, bud. It's just like, I want to 
I want to beat that kid's face so bad, and he hasn't even done the worst thing he does yet. Yeah. That's going way far ahead, but fuck that kid. Yeah, fuck that kid. Fuck that potato-loving motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, holy shit. Uh, This breaks my heart. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little less moved by the egret death I scene. I know you are. I've never been as like crazy about her, but it is it is a good scene. It's a good character moment for John. Is I, it? I, it's exactly what we'd expect. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, I guess more what I mean is just like it's it's done effectively and it's done well. Sure. Like, okay. Obviously, this love story between the two of them was never going to end well. Um, we kind of knew what? that, uh, Shocking. and I think it's, it's, it's done justice. And I do love the shot of where he's holding her, he's cradling her and the battle is kind of raging around him in slow motion. I think, I think that shot is, is probably my second favorite part of this episode. It's done really well. Interesting. Uh, <clears throat> Homeboy drops the scythe, mm-hmm. and they all realize that uh, they've had enough for tonight. You know who's had enough? Is fucking John when he goes up to Torment. Dude oh. is just over it, and I love this John, how he's just like, Torment, stop. fucking knock it off, dude. Just, just fucking stop. Right. And Torment's like, oh, yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? And John just extremely nonchalantly... Grabs the crossbow, shoots him in the leg, and then like goes and kicks him while he's down too. And John is just so over it. And Tormund's like, John at is him. quite literally the Ben Affleck smoking meme. Yes, in this, in this 100%. <laughs> but I love it so much because Tormund yells at him, I should have thrown you off the top of the wall when I had the chance. And John's just like, I, you should have. Yes. Uh, Very badass. Good. My dude is. He's 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 into it right here. He's oh, he's yeah. he's feeling it. Uh so this is Oh, you know what dude? We didn't even mention uh Oh yeah. Alistair Alistair Torment. Hell yeah. That's they have a, a solid fight. little fight, yeah. Uh Alistair gets a little a little outplayed, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Gets uh holds his own though. He does hold his own. He gets thrown over the banister and um his exit, I think, is very funny. Like all these little minions swarm him and just like drag him off, and he's like shouting, fight, like, fight. "I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling." Kids. True, <laughs> it's True. very funny. That definitely happens. Uh, but yeah, uh, Alistair, that's my boy. Uh, good fight, good looks, my guy. Yeah, yeah. So John and Sam are kind of recapping the night and are like. Like, dude, we sh- there's nothing to celebrate. Yeah. Like, we're going to have to do this all over again tonight. We just lost half of our men. We won't hold for long, basically. Right. Um, and John has devised this fucking ghost recon plan in his head and is like, well, I, I, it's got to be me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, truly, who else, though? And uh, just decides that he's going to go venture off into the north and try and find Mance to assassinate, assassinate him. him. Yeah. Cut the head off the snake. Right. He even um, tells Sam who's left to give orders. Like, Sam's like, you're going against orders. And, like, 
who the fuck is left to give right. orders? Like, right. what are you Truly. talking about, my dude? Right. Uh, it's 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 a cool scene. I think what what really makes it for me is when they walk through the tunnel and see Grin. Yes, uh, that's, I mean, that is just. John says they held the gate, and it's just like oh, shuts his eyes, yeah. and uh, there's just it's just so emotional, man. Truly, it, it, it breaks my heart. I've said this seven times already now, but like it just it breaks my heart and. I got I got legitimately emotional like each of these times like yeah. when when John assigns a task when Gren's down there and then here I got actually teary eyed um it was it's just so good the Pip one hurt a lot this one I think hurts a little bit more honestly yes, like I just because like just like we talked about when he first gave him the task like Gren was just so it's it was very you know different characters and kind of different way they face their endings pip was obviously like terrified and you know like um trying to like get comfort from sam and gren was just like very you know like nope this is what we got to do john told us to hold the gate we're gonna hold the gate you know reciting the vows and it was just there's just i feel like and this might be like um like some type of uh like typical men like brotherhood honor like that yeah. fucking bullshit yeah, yeah, but there yeah. is just something about the way that that feels yeah like the last and, stand yes oh, yeah, yeah yeah uh and doing it out of like i mean obviously a last stand is one thing but doing it because of the brotherhood and loyalty that yeah. he has for john yep is is i think in my opinion what makes that so moving that is a trope that will never get old for me oh absolutely. I, it, as long as it's done well i will fucking love that till the eat day that I shit die. Up. yeah i will eat yeah. that shit up uh over and over again love it to death so that's uh, pretty much the episode that is that is the episode he man. gives long um, claw to sam it's like i promised mormon i would never lose it again I love how he even tells Sam, where he's like, I, yeah, this is a bad, fucking shitty-ass plan. Uh, what's, what's your, your plan, buddy? Uh, yeah, God, what a fucking episode, dude. Yeah. You know, that's, um, I, I do want to say, too, see, here's the thing, like, we keep having to do this, but also, and also this happened, <laughs> yeah. and it's because, like, not only are there a lot of cool things, we said this earlier, but, like, there are so many character moments mm-hmm. in this episode. It is absurd how much we get. Um, but what, what I was going to mention is that that's such a leadership thing to be doing. Like, that mm-hmm. is just so true to character, and, you know, everybody's resting, everybody's, like, holy fuck, like, coping and processing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and John's on to the next, like... Like, he's trying to figure out how we get to the end of this thing. He, he's planning and trying to make a decision to truly fix this and truly manage this. Yeah. Um, and I, I just love that shit, man. It's, it's your classic leadership loyalty thing that I am just like, I eat that shit up. A hundred percent. Like, this is, this is the Jon Snow, like, big time leadership coming out party, like, for yes. sure. Um, yeah. One more shouts to the music. I forgot to mention this earlier. This is also a really cool shot too, by the way. It's it's 
kind of when the attack is just starting from both sides and there's that cool shot that kind of goes over and down over the and wall. down the wall yeah and dude, there's like cool. you can see the wildlings running up to the gate and like the fire arrows shooting at them right and there's like there's like this really like thwangy like instead of just like on the strings instead of like you know the bows like the cello and the violin they're like it's like picking uh, i'm uh-huh. pretty sure it's like very thwangy and it's almost thwangy. like thwangy okay that's that's yeah, a, that's a new one that's what all i'm right. going with uh, I love it. no hey it's it's good. almost like emulating like the sounds of the bow strings but it's like mm-hmm. part of the music for the scene right. and like it along with that shot being very cool i was like that stood out to me as like god this yes. music yeah the, the sound goes. design in the entire episode is fantastic yes like 100%. even even some of the big sounds too like the giant sounds, the scythe being mm-hmm. dropped is another one too. Yeah, that like yeah, it, yeah. It, it, everything just sounds like monstrous and like for sure uh, encompassing. I feel like like you're just totally lost in the episode. It's 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 great. I 100 percent agree. Let's uh, let's do that thing that we boy. Do. Um, uh, I'm chafing by the way because that was a huge jizz fest. <laughs> that was a big. <laughs> we we love us a big jizz fest. Oh, uh, it is time for who be thrown in. Um, this well let me let me recap who we had last week then we'll then we'll jump into this i don't even know i don't remember what happened last week this is uh this is the from the lion and the viper uh the the viper. yeah the mountain and the viper sorry lion and the viper uh last week <laughs> i don't know what we were doing Tyrion was won somehow even though he lost his <laughs> trial by combat it was because of the uh the beetle scene it was because of the beetle scene i know oberon was two despite the fact that he died uh boy our decisions uh littlefinger was three i don't even remember him that. it's been so long since we recorded last episode just yeah FYI for everyone out there yeah truly uh sansa was four. Oh yeah hot goth sansa and um roos bolton was five yeah, because he, oh. he reclaimed the North. Oh, right. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and bring all of them down, because none of them are in this episode. You better not touch Sir Pounce, though. Um, I kind of want to, though. No, it's fine. I was thinking we should have a different character there, but he will, you he will make we the list. Ghost? Well, okay, so here's what I was going to say about this week, as I try and get rid of all these characters. I feel like there's... Really only, like, maybe six, maybe seven actual candidates for the five spots. That's great, because we have five spots, so. But I'm... <laughs> you let me fucking finish? The placements of those spots are what's going to be really difficult, I feel like. Okay, well, I feel like the so, first two are going to be no-brainers. Uh, And I did actually, hey, you'll be proud of me, because I knew there were going to be a lot of characters I didn't have yet, so I went and got them ahead of time. Wow. Uh, I so am, just... you know what, everybody, applause all around. Yeah. For Scott. Pop these characters on here, and then we can start placing. Where is, yeah. Why are you all the way over there? <laughs> Uh, there you are, my guy. Uh, Sam, where are you at? Maybe there's more than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Ghost, sure, why not? <laughs> um, where are you at, Eamon? There you are. Okay. Uh, have I forgotten anyone? So currently, for the audio listeners, I guess I should do that. 
uh, the characters I have collected here at the bottom of the screen are Sam, Gren, Pip, John, Egret, Sir Alicer, Eamon, and Ghost. No Janos? <laughs> Good one. Torment? No. Yeah, no way. So, yeah, he loses pretty badly. Um, I think this is it. So there's two, four, six, eight characters for five spots. I mean, I've got my five already, man. So I, I think, think I know who my five are, too. I, okay, so John and Sam are one and two, right? Yes. The order is what might be the order. Difficult. The order is John and Sam. Because although this is a great Sam episode, very much in the same way that I petitioned Tyrion for Blackwater, yes. you cannot think about this episode without acknowledging how incredible John is and what he did in the episode. I 100% agree, and as the chairman of the We Have Done John a Disservice Committee for so long, I, I think I agree with you, and I'm not opposed to it. I will just say, John did have to cradle the love of his life as she died in this episode. I don't feel like that's a setback. Okay. Fair enough and fine. Like, like I said, I think earlier... The first half of this episode is basically the Sam show, and the second half is the John show. I'm fine with either positioning. I, I would even go as far as saying that I feel like Sam has more great scenes. Sam has scenes. more great scenes, agree. Um, but John does more for the episode and the result of the it, episode. It is a leadership coming out party for John. It is a, hey, I'm a super badass warrior coming out party for John. I mean, I guess he kind of did his stuff uh, up at Crasher's Keep, but. He got a lot of help up there too. Um, yeah, I'm t I'm totally fine with that. We'll put John at one and Sam at two. Uh, this is where it gets a little more difficult. Can I um, can I just say mine? Do you want to say yours or do you want me to say what I'm thinking first? Who wants? Who I wants I to show feel the hands? like what you're thinking is probably going to be what I'm thinking. Gren, Sir Alistair, and I'm torn on the third. In that order, too, right? Possibly. Yeah, I mean, that's my order. Gren, Sir Alistair, and I feel like it's going to have to... Oh, man. I think it's going to have to be Pip. I'm torn between Eamon and Pip. I'm fine with Gren at three. Eamon do got four, bitches, though. Eamon do. <laughs> God, he says such a... Sh Honestly, that scene is shorter than I remembered. Yeah. But it is so good. Yeah. Uh the ghost ghost can go. Like or should he take Sir Pounce's spot? No. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh he's barely in it. Good for you, ghost. You've done good, kid. Uh, but yeah, you can go. Uh we are moving Gren to three. Honestly, I would love to put Gren higher, but I just cannot justify we can. it. Yeah, no, I, I thought about that too. Absolutely powerhouse episodes. Uh Sir Alistair, fucking crushed at this episode even he should be higher but there's just no way um i oh shit Are i we... don't think i don't think egret's egret yeah i love egret but i think i agree with you um so that leaves it between pip and aemon we're not forgetting anyone right i don't think we are no um i mean ollie <laughs> <laughs> fuck ollie <laughs> stir ollie's ollie's nod 
Yeah, just the nod. If I can find a gif of just that nod. (laughs) You know what it is too? Is it I keep doing an up nod? It's not even that. It's it's, yeah. Whatever. The stupid smile. Um. God damn. I think I am. Pip man. Slightly leaning Amen. I. I don't know, man. I'm fine with Pip. I'm fine with Pip. Uh, Let's let's rationalize this for a second here. Pip. Well, we'll never get a sh- we'll never get Pip will never get a chance to be on the list ever again, and Eamon will be on the list again. Uh, that's not even feeling. it though. Just like quality of episode, we get more character yes. from Pip, and that's what I'm saying. Honestly, the Eamon more full scene... circle, more start to finish yes. from him. We get one good scene with a good line from Eamon, but it just it the progression that Eamon has in this episode is nothing when we're looking at the progression that Pip has in the episode. I agree. Uh, like I said, in my mind, that scene was longer and more substantial, and it's still very good. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. um, but I I gotta agree with you. I go I go Pip. So that leaves us with Pip at five, Sir Alistair at four, Gren at three, Sam at two, and John. Truly, his coming out party. This is his first ever number one. I am. You should probably stop saying positive. that because like he's not like coming out. You know. No, like, yeah, he's coming out. John yeah, straight. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that could have more than that meaning, Zachary. Um, oh, man. This is 2022, man. What a fucking great episode. Truly. <sighs> this is Watchers on the Wall. Maybe my favorite episode of the entire series. Maybe. It's way up there. See, I, um, when, I, when I think of my favorite episode in this show, I... A spoiler alert, I think of next episode to everybody sure. listening. Uh, and so have I f- for a long time. But Season 4, episode 10, The Children, uh, next week is going to be another banger. I've, I've always positioned for it to be considered to be the best episode in the entire ser- series. Um, but I, I feel like just re-watching this, man, and I think un- re-watching it under a little bit closer lens, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I watch things very intentionally regardless, but there is something different when we're sitting here taking notes for the podcast, you know? Yep. Um, I, I am just blown away. I, I am baffled that I have not written this episode, like, harder. <laughs> you, have, you have not, like, gone to bat for it even more. Yeah, I mean, no, I, like, I, like I said at the beginning, at the top, that, like... I, I do always, like, picture this a top 10 episode, and I've always said that. Like, I'll start firing off episodes, like, one, Mm -hmm. two, three, four, five, you know, and it's like, it's always somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never, like, sat and made a case for it, and I feel like I have been severely, uh, like, I have severely misjudged the quality of this episode until now. No, yeah, this this episode's amazing. Not Uh, misjudged, underappreciated. Sure, underappreciated is a good way of saying it. I I think top to bottom, like the performances, we talked a lot about the music, the balance it attains with humor, character moments, and the action, all flawless. Uh, And it it gives unbelievable send-offs to two characters who I, I shouldn't care about them as much as they make me. Like, they're in the show, like you said, for like point zero, you know, percent of the time. But like, 
it makes me so emotional and sad and i get so many chills and goosebumps during that tunnel scene it's just like it's truly yeah it's a phenomenally done episode all the way around so all the way around um that's gonna do it for us no it's not Uh scott rate the episode oh shit right thank you uh this this is this is a 10 yeah it's a 10 i i can't think of a single thing they could have done better I'm always so reluctant to give a 10. Like, I always want to do, like, a 9-9, nine, nine, you know? Like, nah, like it's a 10. nothing's perfect. Uh, it's a 10. Even the things I laugh at and make fun of, I actually love. Like, John jumping out of the, the thing early or Gilly walking right past them. Like, I still, like, I still love those things. They right. just make me smile. All right, it's a 10. Yay! Tens all around. <laughs> That's the first. Hey, look, this is a this is a monumental moment for us. It's the first time we have had the same rating, I think, and also, uh, it's a ten. We do be like to like not copy each ten. other. That's a ten. Pure vanilla. Ten. This episode pure is vanilla. pure vanilla. This let's, episode let's, got, this gonna like aerate yeah, yeah, all yeah. nine thousand taste buds. <laughs> Warm it up. <laughs> uh thank you so much for joining us we appreciate you being here we love having you uh let us know down in the comments what you think about our perfect 10 ratings or you know yeah what's your rating we need to start asking you guys how do you guys rate this episode um you know join us in the discord if you want to do that we'll send you a link check us out on twitter instagram facebook all of the things uh like comment subscribe you know what to do we don't have to tell you but we'll tell you anyway just because we're nice like that yeah uh, the, Z- the call to action is yeah, for the yeah. algorithm scott it's for the algorithm we probably should do it at the beginning uh zach do you have any <laughs> final thoughts uh, Anything else? O- other than other than that i want to go immediately watch this episode again right um i think i think i've said probably too much about this yeah, episode for now. sure um, well it's gonna keep going strong next week we are closing out uh one of the most incredible tele- uh, seasons of television ever. Uh, R.I.P. to season four starting next week uh, when we will be going over the children. Oh, we should also mention uh, we will be having our good friend Chaz back on the episode as this is also one of his favorite yeah, episodes. hopefully. Why do I get the strong feeling that he's going to, like, bitch out on us? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Why I don't do you know. Feel like that? Maybe I'm being a dick. I don't, <laughs> I don't think. So, I don't sorry think in advance, Chaz, if you don't in fact bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, he will hopefully join us for episode ten, the children, episode forty, the children, and uh, join us then. That's it. Thanks for coming. Why are you still here? Bye. Get out of here. See you next week. Bye bye.